Spotify, YouTube, who we got in the room? I don't know. Hood, my cousin Lydia, Koi's back there, Abe's on the camera, all the substance Dean. Oh, I'm pro dad too. Pro dad. Pro dad. <laughs> Coach Rob. Hey, I got a, I got a couple of IG personalities. Chris Featherston, Bateman is here, and who's this young lady you brought with you? Uh, Samantha. Samantha. Nice to meet you, Samantha. G-Man is here too. Shout out to G-Man. I'm supposed to say what's up to the Monopoly concert series, but... We ain't did it in a minute, so. Um, and we the best partner in 757. So we got a guest, head coach, Norfolk State basketball, Rob Jones, 2019 coach of the year. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. I was going to bring my trophy. I ain't going to lie. I did not know he was a basketball coach till like, yesterday. <laughs> I had, bro, I was going to bring my uh, – I coached Pop Warner. We won the national uh, championship this year in 2017, but I got the trophy at the Crips. So I was going to bring it, put it on the table. I was like, oh, he the basketball coach. I'm wild. Still could have bought it. Nah, 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 So what y'all want to talk about first, man? We're going to talk about Babyface and Teddy <laughs> Riley. <laughs> has, has everybody seen it? You saw it? Nah, I don't even see it. Uh, everybody told me about it, though, how Teddy Riley was being real bougie. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing too much. Yeah. He had a so DJ had a slash hype man, 50 he people was in the room. scratching records. <laughs> doing nah, way see. too much. Last, last, one, wasn't the last one I seen was Rizzo and um, DJ Premier. Oh, I heard that was hard. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I didn't see yeah, that, that one. one. They say that's the best one so far. Yeah. Is it? That's what people say. They say that's the best I one. I like so the far. boy one uh boy one and hit boy. That hit that was hard. Oh, that was hard too. Yeah, he was doing too much, bro. Yes. He was doing the most. And Baby like, face looked irked. He, he did a lot and then like you couldn't even really hear his music like that. So he was doing the most. Babyface was just sitting there with a glass of wine in his room, chilling. Yeah, he was doing too much, bro. He did the something in the water concert all over again he on did, Instagram Live. Yeah. He was doing spin moves and stuff. He did, but it was just taking too long. By the time you play the song, we get... Yeah, I watched on. it on YouTube. Yeah, the memes serious. have been better than the battle. Right. Yeah. The Message, kids. Hilarious. Keep it simple. All right. Just another podcast with the deep dive on the, the battle. <laughs> hey, no, he's just, do, he's <laughs> just doing too much, bro. Me. Let's get into the real, the, the real uh, ratchetness. What's it called, man? The this, blessing looms. The blessing loom? The money circle? <laughs> Y'all in the money no, circle? No. Don't oh, put your right. hands up now. <laughs> you don't... <laughs> I mean, you Why could. Why don't you have a mic? <laughs> oh, Koi not being pro today. Leave. <laughs> hexagon, octagon, stuff that people make $800 off of, right? Mm-hmm. Man, turn 100 to 800. Any of your players doing it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they lit, though. I bet they lit out here. I was like, yo, they done turned a pyramid scam into a circle. Yeah, yeah a couple of them crazy. Got, like three of them cashed out already. Okay. Yeah, they work, so, I mean, if, I, if one more person tell me to tap in. I'm going to spaz. Because they popular. Lydia's not popular. His players are popular. So they probably got mad people just jumping in the circle. Lydia took three days. You on day two. You on day two? <laughs> you're not the Verizon man. Oh, yeah. She did. She did. Start. You're not That's the how Verizon it works. man. If you're on the outside, you're really one of the people giving $100. Everybody on the inside is really just promoting the circle. So, like, the people that are really pushing it, they're all on. Look at their circles. They're always on the inside. The middle person gets the 800 right? Yes, correct. And then they bounce, and then the rest got to fend for themselves. Yeah. 
Why they started at hundred? Why they ain't started like two fifty or three hundred? They got, they got, they. I see. I got a discount circle, fifty dollars. I got a ten dollars circle for the skeptics. I see. Yeah, they're doing the most. Ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm gonna do it, I want to get a couple thousand. That's how I would feel. Where he cashed out? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> guys, <laughs> the IRS is watching y'all. They get y'all a little check and y'all. Wow. The IRS is looming. The IRS is looming. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Tell them, tell them, uh, tell them what you uh, told us earlier, bro, about people posting their money in the cash app and then acting like they making it off the. Bus oh no! I said I could have did that. Like me, really? Like somebody posting, "Oh, I got eight thousand in my cash app." Is really to entice more people to get in. Like, oh, he's getting money. I was like, oh, I could go in my account right now and transfer the cash app and then just start a couple circles and we out of here. But that's yeah. the you know, that's the finesse. I'm not. I'm cool. Please stop asking me to join your circle. I'm not doing it. Fam. It's a game. Y'all think they're gonna be doing this next week? Is this still gonna be going on next week? Lydia. Yeah. Like I said, you got to get in early. You got to be popular. That's the key. Well, people still going to need the 800, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, bills got to get paid. Well, I seen I seen I, one that this girl posted. It said elites, and it was for the people that made over 1,600 in that day, mm-hmm. but we're going to help out other people that circles. Because really, your circle, if you don't got eight people, it's going to die out. So whoever's in the middle not going to get paid. And then you could be one of the people, you know, you don't see people posting that I gave 100, but I only really got 400 back, which really you got 300 because you gave 100. But Shout out to Deja, too. She, uh, the dopest thing I saw was she took her $800, gave it to a single mom that lost her job. I respect so, that. That was dope. See, respectable. Nice. Respectable investment. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we got a lot of basketball topics up here, so we're going to jump around. I know y'all seen it was trying to give a, we'll stay on money, $2,000 a month for the stimulus. I'll take it. Look at Chris's face. They haven't passed it yet, so I know nobody in here other than Abe and myself probably. I'm ready to cusp, so I'm, 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 I'll take that job. And I'm going to stack it. They We're still working. $1,200. I mean, what's going to do $1,200? I'll take it. Stack it. It's going to sit. Start a money loom. <laughs> <laughs> Start a circle. And that's the thing about the money loom. Y'all got happy off the 12. It's, it's going to go right back into the white man's hands. That's where it's going to go. They gave y'all stimulus. They gave y'all the Lumen Circles. Y'all putting all y'all money in the Lumen Circles, and then y'all gonna go spend all that extra money on BS. It's not extra money. You're circling around the same money. It's not extra. Right, but it's more than you have in your circle. Yeah, it's extra money to them, and they're gonna go take it and put it right into some BS. I was talking about for the economy. Like I said, keep that same energy when your friend is starting a business. I'm gonna say it again. When your friend has a podcast, if I could get two people to tell eight people about the podcast, we'd be out of here. Golly. Yeah, keep that same energy. <laughs> Lydia but wanted us to won't. start a circle for thirty dollars. No, I said a thirty dollar circle for just another podcast, but you also have to subscribe to YouTube. So whoever wins it will get subscribers. They get some time. And then they unsubscribe. <laughs> All right, yeah, we we, we waiting on that two thousand. Y'all, I don't know if they're gonna pass that one though. I seen uh, the beaches in Florida is about to get opened back up. Jacksonville about to be crazy. I know. Y'all stay in the house, man. Stay in the crib, man. Um, and uh, what's it called? Payment protection uh, plan money is out. If, if, if Donald Trump open, say it's okay to go outside, but your state says it's not, how y'all gonna act? The police in your state are going to arrest you. You're not supposed to be outside. I'm staying in the house regardless. Y'all yeah, go I don't listen, to, that first I don't wave listen to your boy. A fresh air. Y'all tell me how it go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know how it is out there. I got a baby on the way. We got to be secure out here. Right. right, I'm good. And before we talk basketball, are we we breezing through this? God, y'all killing me today. What y'all been watching on TV? Insecure is back. 
watching Money Heist. You been watching Money Heist? Money Heist. Everybody keep telling me about Money Heist. I'm gonna watch I'm it. I'm on part part three. I try watching. I don't like it. You got to, you got to cut it to to English. It's easier to watch. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Put, the, put the audio on English, and so you go, so you so you have to watch the, the it, subtitles. It oh, true. I threw it on my list, but then other stuff has been coming out that I wanted to watch, so I've been watching those things over top of it. As of getting to the end, it's four seasons. Is it just a stretched out inside, man? Because that's what I was getting the vibes uh, off. See, yeah. part three and four is another heist. Oh, okay. Part okay. one and two is all the same shit. So, but I mean, yeah, stretched out inside, man. That's what I got from it. Huh. It didn't have a payoff. Like, and it had Denzel either. I, 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 I missed <laughs> a lot of time in that. And, uh, uh, Dang. Clever scheme. Yeah, oh, definitely. Clever. The, the professor was pretty. Awesome. pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough pretty people have talked to me about it for me to like give it a spin. So, we've been watching other stuff. I've been watching The Innocence Files. It's about people that went to jail. They didn't do it. They got out. It's on Netflix. It's in the top ten. I was gonna see that. Watch that next. Two of the cases that I've seen so far. One was in Richmond, and one was in Newport News. Yeah. They didn't do anything. Exactly. That's, <laughs> like, the, that's the point. That's the point, Coy. They got accused. One of them got accused of uh, raping a woman and killing her husband. And the other, the first two, they got accused of raping little girls. And then the other dude, the black dude, all of them was raped, I think. Yeah, now they go back. The dude in Richmond was a rape case, too. Hmm. And the girl identified him. This is back before they had any of that forensic stuff. They didn't do DNA. One of them was about bite marks. And it was crazy. But yeah, some of them, them payouts for being in jail for 30 years don't be. No. You can't no. give me 10 million after I was gone for 30. Right. Your <laughs> time is enough. priceless. Yeah. At the end of the day. And one dude went in when he's 18, came back, he was like 46 or something like that. Was like, <laughs> you done missed every, like 30s have been great. I turned 33 tomorrow. I'm excited. That's like you putting a price tag on my potential. Yeah. Like I could potentially, if you gave me my freedom, I could possibly be a billionaire. Who's to say? That's a fact. Um, Black a- AF by uh, Kenya Burst. Oh, Hard. <laughs> yes. I lo- oh, my God. It's hilarious to me. Caitlin wasn't feeling it, but I was weak. <laughs> no, it's on Netflix. No, it's definitely scripted. Yeah, but definitely scripted. But they shoot, they, they shoot it like it's a reality show. But it's hard. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Some of the jokes everybody ain't going to get, but I think it's hilarious. Y'all are being real dry today. I'm not feeling <laughs> y'all vibes at all. Y'all what about too hot to handle, man? <laughs> I'm gonna watch that show. I bet you are. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> you a model? <laughs> uh, you probably tried to get casted for it and no, you didn't I'm make the cut. I'm watched. You too old? <laughs> yeah, I'm too old. It's about them putting a whole bunch of people on an island together, but they can't they can't kiss or have sex. They're supposed to be they're good looking people. So if they have sex or kiss, they gotta go home. I guess so. They got cameras on their private parts. They oh they ding when they cross. All right, man. Well, let's talk basketball. Y'all are killing. Yeah, they're killing me, man. <laughs> Y'all are killing me too. But it, it it seems interesting though. I'm gonna watch it. You know what's good? That show unorthodox. I'm really mad you don't have a microphone. That show unorthodox about that like super Jew girl. The mm, I didn't hear about them. Cut her off. 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 Cut her
Okay, Jalen Green. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, man. We, <laughs> we're going to get into basketball. Jalen Green. We got coach here. He's a college basketball coach. Jalen Green is foregoing basketball in college. He's the number one prospect to go straight to the G League. What'd you say, Chris? Five hundred thousand. Ninety K, and they and they gonna pay for his college if he wants to go. And if he wants to go to college, what do y'all think about that? I think I think Super that a lot fire. of kids are gonna try to do the same thing. You know, I think I, that um, is that for a lot of kids though. No, it's gonna be like for the top twenty kids. You know, so it's not. Yeah, you think they gonna get the whole top twenty? Potentially not. I mean, some kids really want to play college basketball because mm-hmm. there, there is a. I mean, you want to play the NCAA tournament. There's March right. Madness and things right. like that. And some kids just want to get to the money. You know, so yeah. it's, it's it's two different ways to to look at it. You know, he might be a kid that just say, you know, I don't really want to go to college. I want to get to the money because you know, half a million dollars. It's some bread. Yeah, it's and it's not really money. half a mil. Huh? It's not really half a mil. Still three hundred thousand yeah, after taxes. Yeah, after taxes, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. So you know, when, when the average American household is fifty-two thousand, facts. You know, and you getting five hundred thousand, you ten times the American yeah. household. And that's just so. for a year, because the next year you're gonna get you out. Million. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's also a risk too, because I mean, the kid could get he could go there and okay. not play well. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, he, yeah. it's not an automatic draft from the G League. Yeah. You know, it's like he could go there and not be good at all when he could have went to college. Because, I mean, he's going to be playing against grown men. Grown men, yeah, yeah. You know, guys that are starving to get to the league. You know, if he went to college, he could have been a superstar and been drafted number one. Now he goes to the G League, averages six points a game. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he'll be draft, lucky to draft. My young boy I went to high school with, um, his name is Beyonce. He went to Great Bridge, then he went to VCU. Oh, Weber, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Weber. Mm-hmm. Um, he got into the league, but he played in the G League a lot. He was getting off in the G League. Oh, I, I think say, he's overseas I, now. I heard that's hell for them, though. Because yeah. they playing with those grown men, and then some of them grown men are a little bitter that they're not in the league. Without question. So they take it out on the young and, boy. And the lifestyle. Just, I mean, honestly, you would have a better lifestyle in, 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 in Division One college. Yeah, you like, would. you know, like mm. some of those guys, that when they're in G League, they're staying in these swanky hotels and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I mean, it's not the NBA. You know, we know, I mean, even at my level, we're not staying in the, in the Super 8. You know, yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. staying in nice hotels. We, right. we dra- we're right. traveling the right way. We're flying the right way. Facts, facts. And those facts. people are just going. Yeah, the G League is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's. It's, it's totally different. It just depends on what you want, you know. I yeah. think they're going – we'll see how it works out for him. I mean, well, another kid did, just did it to the um, – a kid from Baltimore, um, Isaiah Todd. Real. Did the same thing. 6'11 kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably – I mean, he has all the skills in the world. You know, I've seen him play a lot. 6'11 guard, and mm-hmm. he's going to the G League. So, it's two kids that's going to the G League, you know, now. So, we'll see, we'll see how that works out. To piggyback on this one, so, like, we had uh, LeVar Ball talking all that crazy stuff. He did all those things with LaMelo. Looks like LaMelo still <laughs> might go number one. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. top three. Mm-hmm. Is this like this kind of paved the way for that? Because that's really what he was trying to do with his league. Yeah, but I think that, yeah and no. Because I think that, uh, you know, he, he just totally said, I'm not going to do anything. I mean, he decided for LaMelo after like a junior year of high school that he's yeah, going to yeah. just go yeah. pro. Um, these kids, you know, it's a little different, you know, I think for them. I think they, they actually went through the recruiting process. Okay. Um, the other kid, Isaiah Todd, he had decommitted from Michigan. So he had went through, committed to a college and then changed his mind, I guess, yeah. you know. But, um, you know, I don't think, I think some people think college basketball is going to be in trouble. And it's not going to be because, I mean, yeah. when Kevin Garnett and Tracy McGrady was going to the league back then, college basketball didn't Still die flourishing. off. It just got yeah. bigger, yeah. honestly. Yeah, for so it, for sure. it's not going to die off by any means by this is happening. Do you know, do you have any more details on why that is or why you think that is? Like, about, why college basketball is not going anywhere? Because most kids regards. have to play college basketball. Facts. So, so like, even, like, if you get the top five kids to go to the league, they're still going to be the six, seven, eight through a thousand that's going to have yeah, to play yeah, college yeah. basketball. Mm. So it's still going to be good. And it's still, you know, the schools are still going to be into it. It's still going to have ticket sales and revenue generated. And the NCAA tournament generates billions per year. 
that's why everybody was so mad when it got canceled because a lot of people get new contracts over that yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know school gets money and things like that so yeah, yeah that, that moves more for the cream than you know the cream at the top yeah you're saying that middle ground they still need that they're still that, gonna play that, dollars yeah, yeah that duke's still gonna be duke kentucky's still gonna mm. be kentucky yeah mm. they just might not have the number one recruit they might have like you said six seven, number eight. six seven, right eight, which they yeah. have kind of anyway yeah, so facts, right. facts, facts. you know Mm. You got any? Y'all don't have no. I, I like the move personally, but yeah, my my whole family's like really into college basketball. But what would you say that um, not on a, on a business side, but what would you say that Jalen Green is missing? Would be missing not playing college, like as far as just the team aspect, or maybe just the co- coming from coaches or something that he would be missing taking the route he's taking right now. Well, it's gonna be totally different because like even like um. You know, we have a player that, that just got drafted, not just got drafted, but drafted in 2012 from our school, Kyle mm-hmm. Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. eight years in the league, and he every time he comes back during the summer, he always says that, you know, even though he's made over $25 million, mm. he still enjoys his Norfolk State college experience even better than the league. You know, granted, we weren't paying him, you yeah. know, that stuff, but it's like the camaraderie, the, you know, when you're on the road together, you're hanging out, he says, you know, when he goes to city to city, everybody kind of goes their separate ways because you're, yeah. you're professional, so you don't mm. get that camaraderie. And then just from a physical aspect of it, I think that jumping from high school, I mean, he's going, even though he's not going to the NBA, he's going to the G League. Mm-hmm. The kids that even come to us that jump from high school to, to Division One basketball, mm-hmm. a lot of them are not physically ready. I mean, yeah. you know, like you're playing against grown men, yeah. you know, grown yeah. men's strength still is developing. different than that mm-hmm. 18-year-old, 19-year-old, Facts. no matter how strong or tough they think they are. It's like they, Their first practice is like a wake-up call. So I think it'll be the same way, um, you know, for these guys going to the G League. But, you know, we wish them well, though, you know. Yeah, I hope it worked out for them. hope it worked out. It's funny you brought up Kyle. I was going to ask you what, what would you say separated him from the pack because Norfolk State hasn't had an NBA player come from Norfolk State since, They like had a good tournament that year, too, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. Yeah. They had a good run. Yeah, Kyle, see, a lot of people don't know about Kyle. Kyle actually, Kyle was my first recruit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, like, I was my first recruit ever at Norfolk State when I was an assistant coach. And um, with him – like, he started getting the NBA radar his junior year. Mm-hmm. His junior year, he had a game towards the end of the season. He had 37 points, 19 rebounds, 6 blocks. Mm-hmm. And that just jumped him on the radar because it was like, who is this kid, you know, putting up these kind of stats from Norfolk State? So then as he, you know, over the summer, he went and trained with some pros in Vegas. And then the senior year, you know, he started going up and up and up and up. And then, of course, with us winning the, the MEAC that year and then beating Missouri – for that huge upset, yep. and mm-hmm. he had 26 and 14 in that yeah. game. And then he came to the PIT out here and um, won MVP of the PIT and things like that. It was like that kind of just catapulted everything. But it wasn't just the, the Missouri game. You know, a lot of people think yeah, it was yeah. the Missouri game. But what separated him was that his, his work ethic. I mean, Kyle's like really a clown, like a class clown. Mm-hmm. But like from his junior to senior year, he just locked in and became focused. Once he saw that it was the dream could actually become a reality, yeah. right. he really honed in and – you know, was able to make it happen. Yeah, just to know that it was possible. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, when he went that summer, when he went and played with some pros, when he realized that I'm just, just as good as them, yeah, yeah. no matter if I'm from Norfolk State or they're from Kentucky, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the rest is history. Now you done made it. You know. Yeah, sometimes it's what dope. you need, for it's sure. super dope. Yeah. So, oh. you know, we wish him well. Hopefully he gets another ninth or tenth year. Shout out to Kyle O'Quinn. He's one of Shout our biggest yeah. boosters, too. You know, he... Ain't with the, he with the Sixers now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got him and Mike. Yeah. It, you're true. He contributes a lot, and one thing about it, he contributes a lot of money back to the program. You know, a lot of That's these guys they get, they get to the status they are, and they forget where they came from. But mm-hmm. every year, you know, he gives us, he contributes up to fifty thousand dollars every year to us. So That's super dope. That's dope. Hmm. That's super. Hard. Hmm. Michael Jordan, Last Dance. Y'all gonna watch? Yes, sir. Yeah. What else is there to watch? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, Michael Jordan about to save ESPN again. You think he about to save ESPN? About to save ESPN. I seen he posted that he didn't really like 
some of the stuff they've been put out in the doc. Yeah, he know. said it made him seem like he was too harsh or too like not a likable guy. Or He's like not that. a likable guy. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Now we got to see it. Won't he a producer on it? No. I don't know. Yeah, he produced on the doc. He knew. It was I like, think Jordan on. has like. If anything has to do with Jordan, then you got to get his okay. And he probably just gave the okay, but I don't think he like a producer. I think he watched. He oversaw. I think he was. He was yeah, and I he think he hands. knows, think like, back then there was no social media. He could be a jerk, and then we didn't have to see it. Now, if somebody's a jerk, we all know it. But sometimes, I mean, it's that drive that made him as great as he is. He, yeah. won't, he won't settle up for no nonsense. So. Credit to ESPN for moving it up, you know, from June. Yeah, they knew what it yeah, was. They had to. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. I checked this morning to see what time it came on. Two K tournaments. On I'm TV. tired of looking oh at everybody God. on the webcams. They playing time. horse on TV. No, no, They're no, doing no. all kinds. I'm watching Chris no. Paul's live with no. <laughs> Steph Curry. They talking no. about when he crossed them up. Yeah. All kind of wild stuff on TV yeah, right now, man. Yeah, they got it. Man, that's why I end up watching shows that I don't know where this came from. Hopefully, it's good. You know, it should be good. There's One thing I parts. didn't know, though, just being at the age I was when they was on their run, I didn't know their GM had that much of an influence on that team dismantling. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, most of the time it's, yeah. it'd be like he that. He told Phil, I don't care if y'all go 82-0, and 0, you, it's, this is your last year. That's crazy. Like, in hindsight, looking back, it's like, dang. When they cut the, the way they cut the trailer, though, and they had dudes looking like, yo, he wanted credit. I'm like, bro, you the GM. Sit back. Right. Yeah. Get these Ws. Wear these rings. There's nothing wrong with that. You sound like the owner. Bruh. Sit back and, yeah, like you said, sit back and collect the rings. <laughs> yeah. But the owner even said that people told him, you know, not to not to mess with him. Oh, the GM. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, yo, you got Jordan. Y'all going on these runs. I don't know. Wow. Michael Jordan Doc, here's the night. And that's not a plug on them. Uh, the only plug I got up here is for my you know, relationship with Bateman. Hey. Super fire. <laughs> Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell. We out of here. <laughs> no, our joint out of here. That that Mama Ru uh, uh, review is is gonna be super fun. That's dope. How many times you watched it? Me? Uh, yeah, probably about ten times. I'm a perfectionist on the go. Yeah. Shout out to Ave. He cut it up. It looks real good. I get a lot of compliments. All right, Coach, tell us what it's like coaching at Norfolk State. You've been there. I seen you head coaching for seven, mm-hmm. but you was there before that, like you said, an assistant. Mm-hmm. Coach of the year. You said y'all had some big wins. Uh, y'all went to Miak. I want to say, you tell me. I don't want to miss it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I don't miss it. I ain't remember. We won the um, we won the regular season in the 18-19 season. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the NIT, and that's when we beat Alabama in the first round. Yeah, I seen that. Of the tournament, that was the biggest upset in NIT history. Dope. And then um, this year in the shorter season, we finished second. Yeah. Um, one game out of first place, but we had 11 new players. That's mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it was you know, posed for a, a ripe. Next year, if we have one. Yeah, yeah, we have it next year. Right. But, um, you know, we only have one senior. So, we're returning a whole bunch of people next year. That's dope. And it should be good. But um, what was the, what was the, what was the question? I don't even remember, bro. <laughs> said, we are not pro today. This is. <laughs> how is it coaching at Norfolk State? That um, was the question. I mean, it's, it's, it's like for, for a coach. I mean, it's a, like a dream a little bit because yeah. there's only 353 Division One coaches. Correct. And I happen to be one of them. You That's know, there's hard, millions man. of people that coach in the world. And it's only 353 of us, so it's like being a part of an elite company. Right. And, um, That's you know, it's like you wake up every day, and it's like you you won the lottery every day that you did, you know. And, and it's, it's I nice do got a good question. So my little brother, he coaches uh, football, but he coaches football at North uh, Nasman Suffolk. I mean, Nasman River. <laughs> and, uh, bro, yeah, I, I coach Pop when we played him. Yeah, they not, but it'll be all right. <laughs> but he really wants to coach college ball. Okay. He's been looking at different ways to get into it. How did you get into it? See, the thing with me is, like, 
people get into it different ways. Some people, you know, go to, like, for example, our women's coach. You know, he mm-hmm. played at Norfolk State. Yeah. He came on the men's staff, and then he went over to the women's, and now he's a women's head coach. Mm-hmm. So he kind of got into it right away. Yeah, that's I took cool. a different road, you know, and everybody has their own way of doing things. I mean, I, I volunteered my first two years at a Division three school in New York, mm-hmm. and I was spending more money than I was making because I was making zero. Yeah. So whatever I mm-hmm. spent was more yeah. than, what it, you know, what I was getting. And then the third year, I got put on a stipend, mm-hmm. and the stipend was like four thousand dollars for the year, Jeez. and it was like I was still doing other stuff. That's why I was working with Fifty Cent. So it was like I was able to do the tour management with Fifty, mm-hmm. and, and still um, get the four thousand dollars from there. So you know it was all right. And then um, I was able to go to high school. I was a freshman head coach, varsity assistant, and then I went to varsity head coach at St. Mary's High School in New York. Mm-hmm. We had um, Danny Green, who plays for the Lakers. Yeah. We, we like senior, my, his senior year, I was there. Okay. So we had him, and um, you know that that, that high school gig was like twelve thousand dollars stipend. But yeah. once again, I was still working with fifty, so it was okay. And you know, I was able to get you know a lot of money over there. And then um, when I came down here, my the coach that used to be here was my assistant coach in college, mm-hmm. and he had always said that like if he got a Division One job, because once again, it's so hard to get, that he would. You know, put me on. Yeah. And I'm, everybody's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. But then when he, then he had to hit the lottery. You know, he got the job. So then he called me. And um, at that time, my son was being born. So I had to decide whether I was going to, you know, stay, you know, up there working with 50 and stuff like that, which was, you know, kind of like when you're on tour, you know how this, like some months you make it. I'm going to say, we don't know how it is. You can tell us about this. But go ahead. Okay. So some months thousand dollars some months you're doing two thousand dollars so yeah. it was like kind of like up and down or whatever so yeah. you know some months it's roof chris every day some months it's yeah, not stable not stable you know money. what i mean so it was like, so i had to decide like and I, like in totality did i want more stability or just i wanted the money so i actually took a pay cut coming down here to be an yeah. assistant coach uh, when i got down here i was only making thirty eight thousand um, dollars mm-hmm. when i first got here so then it's like through the left through the time I, you know kept moving up moving up i moved up to associate head coach and um you know, I was able to get to like seventy-five thousand dollars, and then like when I got the, the the head coaching job, and you know, the last contract I signed was like for like a million. Oh, I was so say you didn't like, have to tell him, bro. I was gonna you know, tell you keep that to yourself. Man. I mean, it's, it's public knowledge. Let him know. Let you, him can, know. you can Google it. <laughs> they, they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we gotta clap it up. That's a grind, yeah. bro. That's so a grind. Yeah. It was like you know, you you go through the levels, and and like that's why like I appreciate my job so much because yeah. on. I mean, I remember the day, August, I mean, uh, April 15, 2013, mm. that's when I got hired as the head coach. And, like, that changed the trajectory of my, of my life. You know, it changed the life of my, my, my family, my, my son, everybody, because of, like, you know, it was, like, a big, you know, financial yeah. boost. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? From that's just, super dope. You know, from, from, I guess it made it from all, your, all the years of grinding and yeah. stuff. So you I mean, said you want to know about 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run us through, <laughs> run us through that, that part of your life. How was that like? How did you make with 50? Huh? Well, I'm, I'm, all right. Oh my okay. God. I'll, I'll try to. I'll try to go through. Right. We are so we breezing through the clock. Right? Yeah. You know, it's funny when I when I happen to mention like everybody always goes back to the fifty. They just forget everything about basketball. Like, yeah, yeah, I wanted to hear about. Like, yeah, they was like, tell us about fifty. Get back to basketball. But you're just not gonna say, oh yeah, I was touring with fifty, and then you know he did drop it in there like we were supposed to like let it ride. No, no, we just not gonna breeze over that. So well, with fifty, I mean, I'm from I'm from South Jamaica Queens. I grew up in South Jamaica Queens. I lived in South Jamaica. You know, born and raised in South Jamaica Queens. Um. That's not how I met 50, though, but mm-hmm. it just happened to be like that. So um, when I was in school, I went to SUNY New Paltz College. All right. Um, shout out to SUNY New Paltz. Most people don't know where that's at. It's about an hour and a half from New York City. Mm-hmm. So that's where I went to school at. And up there, um, you know, I played basketball, but I was also a part of the student government and mm-hmm. student government entertainment committee. 
So, you know, I'm doing that stuff and I'm doing all like the shows for the school. Like I'm doing the concerts for the school and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. So I said when I got out of school, I said that I was making so much money for the school that I was like, I could take some of these contacts and make some money for myself. Correct. You know, so I said that I'm not gonna work for anybody. Like that was gonna I was gonna be an entrepreneur just throwing shows, you know, um, being a party promoter and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I said I'm not gonna work for anybody. Forget that. I'm not working for anybody because I could I could make money this way. So as time went on, I got all these connects and stuff like that. Then I met um, Mike Lighty, which is Chris Lighty, mm -hmm. brother. Yeah. So I met Mike Lighty and through one of the shows we had booked um, like Memphis Bleak up there for the for the school. And then when Mike Lighty, you know, you know, I got a good rapport with Mike Lighty. I did a couple more shows with him. And then he said, yo, we just signed this guy 50 Cent. What year is this? <laughs> this is uh, 2000. Well, I met Mike Lighty in, in 98. Okay. But 50 Cent thing happened in 2001. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So he said that we had, uh, we met, you know, this guy 50 Cent or whatever. And then 2000, I was like, okay, cool. And then 2002 came out. And that's when he had the mixtape run. Yeah. Okay. In 2002. And then. 2002, I actually did a show myself with, with 50, like I like as the promoter, mm -hmm. you know, so I booked 50, and then 50 was only $10,000. So like, oh, you was in there early. Early. early so like early. I went and I booked it for 10,000, you know, I, I brought him to a club, the club, you know, had like, you know, 980 people, we, you know, for a kid, I was like, you know, back then, I was 22 years old, you know, yeah, like, man, sure. I was like, I felt like I was rich after, for that, after sure. I went from that club. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, from there, we did another show with 50, um, and then, between my involvement with the with the colleges and then my involvement with 50, Lloyd Banks wanted to set up a college tour. Of course. Yeah. So I got with Mike, you know, put together my connects, and then started doing the, um, the college run for Lloyd Banks. So his first, his Hunger for More college tour, I did that tour with Mike Lighty and That's stuff. Fire, so, bro. you know, we did 40 dates on that tour. And then from there, we did uh, stuff for, for 50, you know, like by that time, 50's price range was getting away from the colleges, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. Like they couldn't really, uh, <laughs> afford them yeah. but we did end up doing some isolated shows with um with 50 with some colleges and stuff like that then from lloyd banks it came from um you know we did a, a young buck run a tony yale run and um i never did anything with the game though but oh, yeah. um with young buck and tony yale and, and and 50 and lloyd banks so although g and it just happened to be that i was from south J south jamaica queens and it just all came together and that's tough. we had a good run we made some good money that's tough and then that was it <laughs> then I, then I got into this crazy world of coaching and then I just left it alone and then from time to time you know even now like you know or G knows you know sometimes I gotta call some of my connects to to you know to, you know we do a you know show or something together you yeah, know yeah. down here so but you know basketball consumes so much of me that I really don't do a lot of the um promotional stuff anymore but it was a good run it was fun I always said I either wanted to be in entertainment or sports and I've been fortunate enough to be in both. Yeah, that's same, fun. same. They, they going hand in hand, to be honest. Yeah. But I also want people to realize none of that happened overnight. <laughs> none of it. It was a grind. A grind. <laughs> you mm. didn't wake up and say, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a hundred. You gonna give me eight hundred. That doesn't happen. It's not <laughs> nah, real. It wasn't an octagon. Cash nah, 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 nah. Like it's a and grind. And nothing wrong to those people that's doing the octagon. No, cash no, out. I'm not hating. Just don't ask me to be in your circle. <laughs> but I'm not hating. Yeah, that's crazy. dope. Get fifty cent on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> We can't afford fifty, bro. We can't. Afford I wanted, to, but I wanted to ask both of y'all as coaches, what do y'all feel like? That's a different level, but go ahead. <laughs> y'all both, y'all both coaches, man. Yeah. Y'all own, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of up here, but yeah, okay. But <laughs> I like my level to be raised though, because I'm a two-time national champion <laughs> at my at my craft. You my guy. I coached the Virginia Beach Mustangs. We won. Okay. We won the national championship at Junior Pee Wee three years in a row. I was in two of those. Nice. What do y'all feel like the importance, the importance of a black coach or black coaches is? Mm. I think the importance, I mean, for me is that a lot of times these kids, they go to, um, you know, Caucasian coaching. There's a lot of good Caucasian, mm -hmm. don't, don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, but I think sometimes, they, you know, it's like, a, 
sometimes as a black coach, we, we, we I think African American, we, we care more. You know, it's like like I care about you like performing on the court and you what know, you do when you yeah, get out sure. of you know. Sure. Sometimes it's not that same connection at other places or with other you know genres of, of coaches. But I do feel like you know this connect. Now I do think sometimes it backfires, and maybe he can say the same thing too. Because it's like I think sometimes our athletes, because we are you know black coaches, like, like relatively young. Like I'm, I'm just four. I'm forty years old, mm -hmm. so like I still relate to you know a lot of you know what's going on with these kids. Mm -hmm. Is that they almost see you as like just a big brother, you yeah, know, yeah, a big yeah. brother. So they they, they kind of like. Like, I, what I say sometimes to my team, and this is being very candid, I, I say sometimes, like, I think that if I told you to go run through that wall, you would say, why, coach? But if somebody else told you to go run through that wall, you know, another race, you'd be like, okay, coach, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and some of it is like, you know, maybe it's some of the stuff that's embedded in us that, you know, you know, whatever, you know, the racial things and stuff like that. But it's like, sometimes it's tough. But I also think that as a coach, though, you know, my biggest thing I'll say, like, you know, everybody look at the wins and losses and, um, you know, that keeps your job. Yeah, but my biggest win or loss is that, like, the kids go out and become a viable member of society yeah, and then yeah, yeah. come back and sometimes say thank you. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, thank you for being, you know, the tough love. Because there's a lot of tough love. Because, you know, you know, you know how it is, man. It's like, yeah. <laughs> when you're coaching, if you really want some success, it's my way or the highway. Yes. You know, it's like, there's yes. no way, it's, there's no in-between, there's no gray area. You're going to do it this way or you're just not going to do it. And sometimes they don't understand that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's still love involved in the whole situation, though. And his dynamic is different from mine because he's dealing with people that are 18, 19, just, 20 years old. The, the kids I coach, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. You, know, now they, you know, now they're in high school. A lot of them still reach out to me, talk to me, message me or whatever. They follow my girl. They do all kind of crazy stuff. Like you said, they, <laughs> Wait, I'm more of... Like in the pictures? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. We hey, be at the game. They be trying to let, talk to let, her. Let them boy. Let them boys live, nah, man. Hey, my man, uh, Lil Dame. Lil Dame be all in her face. We was at um, when we was in Florida. We had uh, where was we at? Buffalo Wild Wings. I leave the table. I come back. He like, I'm like, what you doing, bro? He over there eating breadsticks. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's too much, bro. They be doing the most, but they they're at that age. But they they do look at you more like a, a big brother, and because we're I'm they're younger. I'm you know, we do I do a lot for them though. I just yeah, feel I like it's important doing. to see black men in, in leadership roles, man. Period. I just loved how, like, Especially I, said, I think I said it on the pod before, um, we was going from the practice field to the game field, all the dads picking up the bags, and it was like, yo, we should take a picture. They be saying black fathers don't be there, even though mm -hmm. I read a study that said actually black fathers be with their kids more than most other fathers and play games mm -hmm. and read Facts. to them and do all those things, but you know, they be trying to shit on us. Yeah, that's so funny. We talked about that in the office. One of my yeah. assistant coaches, um, Coach Clemens, he always says all the time that black fathers get a bad rep, mm -hmm. but he said that, you know, all the Black fathers that he know are around. You Facts. Know, their, all the ones. Kids, so. I wouldn't even be around none of y'all. If Chris was a bad dad, he would not be on the pod. <laughs> I would not roll with him, but he's a great father, so I can't get to I can't get with it. And but you yeah. know what? It's important. I think it's important just to see, like, black success in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when I was really little, I remember, like, kind of thinking, like, that was a life I couldn't have. Because everybody that I saw that was, like, really yeah. successful was, like... Representation mm -hmm. is important. It's good. It's good to see y'all out here leading. leading and, I mean, to pack. success, like he said, you got the Kylo Quins, but then there's other players on his team that don't go play in the league. They, you oh, still want them to go do super successful things. And for me, we we preach about grades. Like we have all, every Thursday is called Good News. Where we have all the kids bring papers. You got to bring A's, and we shout out everybody with an A. And if you didn't bring an A, we run it. I mean, mm. we have things like like I'm real. I'm a real time person. Even though like you know that's why like, when I was running me too. today, I hit, I hit they G -Man. always late. You know, I told him, like, because I feel bad when I'm late, you yeah. know, because, like, I know people's time is precious, you know, Thanks, I feel bro. like my time is precious. So, like, Me you too. know, we'll, we'll, if the bus is leaving at 5 a.m. to go to the airport, the bus is leaving at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. So, sometimes kids come at 5.02, mm -hmm. 
and the bus is gone. You got to yeah, either yeah. figure out your way to get to the airport or to California or whatever you're going to Wherever, because yeah. we're not going to stop. And sometimes the kids get mad or whatever, but it's like, you know, we had one kid come back and say, you know, because we were so strict, strict on time that he's, he's to work every day early, mm. you know, and that his boss saw that and gave him a promotion. Of course. So it's like a life skill, you know, and even though it's, it's tied into basketball, and we try to tie in other things with basketball mm-hmm. to life skills to try to make these young, you know, young black men, you know, successful. Yeah, because the, the odds are slim. Uh, basketball, slim. Yeah. making an NBA is, is slim. So most the majority of your players, you're getting them ready for life after basketball. I try to tell yeah. my son to play baseball, but he wants to play basketball because it's, it's a little easier in baseball. The percentage is oh, higher. Way easier. And, it's, and the money is tremendous. Tremendous. Longer guaranteed contracts. He wants to be a mm. basketball player. Yeah. 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 So. We, I, think, I think we all <laughs> we all was there. Basketball, <laughs> basketball is catching up on baseball, though. Yeah. Yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. The money but is but basketball is more so a, a global sport anyway. Is baseball global? Yeah. Baseball is not, is baseball global like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought it was just soccer. It's because we don't watch baseball. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah, football's all American. You want to tell us about, uh, say, when y'all had the big games, y'all play, say, a Duke, a Kentucky, y'all go to them. How does that work for NSU? How does that benefit the school? I know it's like sometimes it's a money play or. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's like two different ways, really. Yeah, um, let's talk about both. <laughs> okay. I don't know them both. Yeah, I only know the, the one. So. The, the, the first way is like when we play our regular season schedule, there's something called guarantee games. Mm-hmm. All right. So. The guarantee, and the theory, the guarantee game is supposed to be like the big school. If you're Kentucky, you're supposed to give us a guarantee check. Yeah. And, it's, and for them, because we're, they're a bigger school, it's supposed to be like a guarantee win. Yeah, yeah, for of, them, course, of course. Right? So, you know, we call, they'll call us, we'll call them or whatever. Um, and, you know, they'll give us $90,000, $100,000 or whatever to play that, that game. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get the check to help our budget. And our, and our program, and they, you know, get us, and then hopefully they get a win. Yeah. You know, now sometimes that backfires on them. Because they, they, they lose, still gotta pay. and they still got to pay. <laughs> you know, so and that's happened, that's happened a few times yeah, for us. Yeah. You know, fortunately, um, so that's one way to get in. You know, we we play about a couple of those, you know, five or six of those a year. So mm-hmm. like the school, you know, gets four, five hundred thousand, you know, from that kind of stuff. Um, but then there's the NCAA tournament, which is so, which is why everyone's so mad it got canceled because yeah. when we won the me like 2012, when we won the MIAC tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, when you win the MEAC tournament, you automatically get, well, back then it was $1.6 million for the school. That's dope. So um, now it's up to $1.87 million. So, but then every game you play is another $1.87 million. So, like that year when we beat Missouri and we played Florida, you know, they, they destroyed us. <laughs> but, you know, we played Florida, the school was able to get $3.2 million. And it's like the school and the, the conference get a quarter of that. So, like, everyone kind of eats off of that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. situation. So um, this year with no NCAA tournament, you know, with schools not getting that money, those checks, you know, it's going to hurt some budgets for next yeah, year. Like, yeah, I mean, sure. it, hasn't, it hasn't really hurt our budget yet. I mean, let's knock on wood that they don't give me a mm. call and says it's going to hurt. But yeah, but there's that, is that um, you know, like Iowa State, you know, um, their coaches took a 10% um, pay, pay cut, cut. Mm-hmm. you know, like they're all across the board to try to make up for the, the, the revenue loss that's yeah. going to happen this year. And they're also... Uh, with the projected college football season might be a little, you know, a couple games um, lower than it normally is. That's, that's revenue from ticket sales. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, you know, college athletics for this year coming up is going to be interesting. You know, a lot of people taking, you know, pay cuts. Hopefully they don't, you know, ask us to take too much of a right. pay cut. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens. And I got a backup question to that one. Mm-hmm. So we just talked about the money that the school makes. Mm-hmm. And sh- what's your stance on should players be paid, should they not be paid, 
they get an education, all that. I think probably like at NSU, the education might, you know, be a better proponent because most of your players play for four years. Mm-hmm. But for the kids that are like one and done, they, you know, that, the Jalen Greens, how does, how does the tournament, the games, the guarantee games, how does all that factor in? Do you think maybe there should be some room for players to get something? And if they do get something for the people that don't know, like educate like what their life is like in, in college? Well, I think that they should. Mm-hmm. I do think that. But I think that everyone can't afford it. And Correct. I think even if they do get it, it's still not going to change the illegal things that happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. We're talking about stuff, you know, to watch. Anybody watch the scheme mm-hmm. in here? I think I've seen that. On Netflix? On HBO. The I scheme, you got to watch the scheme. The scheme mm-hmm. says all the dirty stuff about college basketball. Like, you know, like, about all my the money list. is getting trans, you know, poured in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... I think like movies, like, you know, even though you guys haven't seen it, the scheme is still going to happen because it's like we seen blue chips though. So it's, it's like that. So okay, it's like that. but it's just like who hasn't seen situations. blue chips in here? I know you haven't. Dang, <laughs> it's like cool. real life situations, okay. you know, with this. So it's like yeah. if they do say, um, you know, every college obviously got to get ten thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, maybe we can afford ten thousand dollars a year, and everyone could probably maybe afford ten thousand dollars a year, but. I still think that some of those bigger schools are going to still say, hey, we'll give you that 10 yeah. plus another yeah, 20 come, come here. to come here, mm-hmm. you know, under the table somewhere. So I don't think it's going to solve the whole issue. But I do think they should get paid because, I mean, honestly, the coaches get paid, you know, usually pretty good, yeah. you know. And, um, I mean, you know, we, we go through a lot of pressure, but so do they, yeah, you know, and, and stuff. Um, now, they are, you know, they are getting education for free. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of kids on campus would like to get that education mm-hmm. for, you know, for free. You know, like at Norfolk State, I mean uh, – for out-of-state tuition, that's like thirty-five thousand dollars with everything. So it ain't cheap. You know, you saving someone a hundred, a family a hundred and forty thousand dollars over four years. You know, that is a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't think that should be taken lightly. But at the same time, the kids are generating, you know, one point eight million dollars for these, you know, per game for this stuff. They generate a hundred thousand dollars for these guaranteed games. They generating ticket sales. They generating this. They generating that. Yeah. But um, I just think it can't. It's not going to be a uniform. It's never going to be a uniform uh, thing that's going to be like. Good for everybody, what, you know. Yeah. What do you think about it being performance based? So, like, what if so? Like if a you, better kid gets more. So, than, if you yeah, average yeah. twenty and I'm averaging ten, you yeah. should get twenty thousand. I should get ten. Yeah, 000. like something, something like that. Yeah, better. I think that's going to be you know tough too because I think mm-hmm. that a lot of times college athletes, of college athletics, they put their budget together at the beginning of the year. So, yeah, you know, it's like all of a sudden you, I thought you was going to be a five point game rocket. kid, <laughs> yeah. you're a twenty point game kid. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm to change the budget now, you know, for you. So I think it's going to be tough to, um, you know, tough to do. With that situation, it's gonna just be tough. I mean, this college basketball is supposed to be amateur athletics, even though it's, mm-hmm. you know it's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. So that's kind of like the tough part. Everyone sees it's a billion dollar industry. You see these coaches. Some coaches are making nine million dollars a year, Facts. eight million dollars a year in college. And that's just basketball. from their school. They got other yeah, stuff they to got do the afterwards. Night, the night yeah. deal and this, that, third. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got guys making a lot of money, and the kids are not making money. You know, you the know. kids can't even take stuff from somebody. No, and right. then, and then the, the problem is the kids can't really work. Yeah, because they basketball is so demanding. Yes. Is that like you know you got to go to you know if everyone look at the the playing and practicing, yeah. but you got to go to weights, you got to go to study hall, you got to go to class, yeah. you got to go, you got you got to sleep sometimes, you got to yes. eat sometimes. So it's like you can't go out and have a, a twenty hour a week job because nah. then you'll never sleep, you'll never rest, you're not gonna perform, and it's gonna be just bad all the way around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you know, it, it, well a lot of schools now are doing the cost of living. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. So it's like. Um, they get a little like they get a little stipend, yeah. so they get like three thousand dollars for the year extra, you know, mm-hmm. four thousand dollars for a year extra, just so 
they know they can't work, so they can have a little bit more money in their pockets. But they spend it on clothes. <laughs> yeah, they go buy some belts or something like that. I get on my guys all the time. I, I, tell, I, say, I say, listen, man, I go to work every day, and they pay me pretty good. And you guys got better stuff than I got. I don't yeah, know, like how you know, you got the stuff. You know, the maybe mindset. maybe y'all living in a box or something. And y'all, you know, you got to spend all the money on a, on a belt or something. But I don't get it, man. So, yeah. You know, what would you say is the uh, are the biggest distractions for an NSU basketball player, just a college basketball player in general that you see with your with your boys, the girls, the sororities, <laughs> the girls. I mean, honestly, like the, yeah. the girls, like you know, the the girls, and and I say like the uh, the fans. A lot of times, you know, I mean, we have a, a really strong fan base, you know, like a, 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 a deep rooted fan base, yeah, you know, and then because they'll tell me about stuff from 1968 with Pee Wee Kirkland and stuff like that. They have social you know, media back then. No, nah, they didn't. So it's like, but now it's like the girls, like, it's like I tell the guys all the time, it's like, you know, five points, 20 points. It's funny you mentioned that, right? So when you average your five points, you know, you could be okay. Like, you mm. might you walk around campus, you know, even if you're a nice looking kid. You look, you know, you're okay, all right? Mm-hmm. But if you're averaging 20 points, you're that mm-hmm. much cuter. Because <laughs> they, 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 they know you're about to go somewhere. Because now when you, you're averaging 20 points, the, the girls think that, you know, you have a shot at the NBA. Go you have yep. a shot at the overseas. You have yep. a shot at whatever it is. And you're that much cuter. So even some of the, the guys are not cute. If they average 20, they're cute. You mm-hmm. know, and now they, got, of course. You know, they got 20 girls, you know, you know, taking up their time and things like that. And we have team conversations about this stuff. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, and they'll say that, you know, like we, we always say, like, what sacrifices are you going to make? For the betterment of the team, you know, mm. and some of them have said we gotta cut out the girls, you know, because it's That's like crazy. It's just so you know so much. I mean, a lot of you know a lot of women like tall, athletic, build guys. Anyway, I guess you know so. They already got that going for them, and then now they mm-hmm. on the spotlight. You know, they see them on ESPN. They got their mm-hmm. That's my boyfriend on ESPN, or you know whatever, and. You know, now it gets crazy. And then mm-hmm. the fans, of course, because the fans can get on you too. You know, after, you know, you have a, you're not playing that much. Mm-hmm. The fans come to you and say, hey, man, you should be playing that much. It's coach's fault. That's you right. Know? Yeah. And now that gets in your head. Or, you know, you did have a good game. They should have gave you the ball even more, man. You're the man. You're the man. Now you go back, you think you're the man. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And, <laughs> you look at people you know, off. You're not kidding. Yeah. You're not. And then they always say, again, it's coach's fault. You're not giving you the ball. Yeah. You know? That's, so, that's, that's you know, a good point. I get a lot of blame too, I guess. I get Ours a, is different. It'd be dads and, yeah, he could carry the rock more. But like, come on, bro. Yeah. You be at practice. Yeah. We talk about girls with the kids too, but we just, you know, they're younger, so we're like, yo, bro, get straight A's, focus right. on ball. Right. <laughs> They'll come, I promise you. Yeah, they'll come. <laughs> they they will be around. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. And that's what we tell our guys that yeah. we say, yo, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna it's be different around. when you're 20, bro. <laughs> it's different. And you yeah, 20 you're and you're dealing, on you're dealing with the hormones, you're dealing with freedom <laughs> yo, for the first yeah, time. Say, yeah, you on campus. Yeah, you a it's college different. basketball <laughs> athlete. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. So our kids gotta go home. <laughs> I mean I tell you, man, after after when we do play on TV, you know, like you know, like they become that much cuter. They come, they come. That's so it's like it's it's a crazy scenario that that happens with that. It's something that you got to try to keep, you know, as much as possible, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like just grounded. Mm-hmm. So, I want to ask y'all another one. How 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 important is knowing personality types and like psychology important oh. to coaching? Like you can go first, bro. You a professional. Uh, I'm an amateur. <laughs> About um, like the mental health aspect of it, you think, or just no? Like, I, just, I think mean, he's like yeah, managing just, the personality. Oh, yeah, manager. yeah. Well, I think in some kids, are like even though it's like the kind of my way or the highway, mm. you know, like I probably know I could scream at you, mm. you know, a lot, you know, a lot probably, and maybe I could scream at you just a little bit, yeah. and I got to manage, you know, that so I could get the most out of you and get the most out of you, yeah. so we can get the most for the team. Right. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes you know, uh, coaches take you know either approach. Sometimes they're just real mild mannered coaches. They just be mild mannered to everybody. 
and you might think that the coach is a punk because he's mm. mild man and you might like, yeah, I like I like the coach or whatever. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it's like you gotta kinda find a little bit of a balance but still being stern and you know, like I said, you gotta have discipline within the team if you're gonna have right. a good team. All about um, discipline. Yeah, gotta have good discipline. Like there's no way the inmates can run the asylum. Right. At all. You know, it's it's not gonna happen if you're gonna have a good team. See so. with me, my bro, he's the head coach. Mm-hmm. I'm like the assistant head coach or whatever, right? It don't really matter to us, but He's like the bad cop. I'm the good cop. Everybody's like, oh, Coach McCord, he the cool one. Boop, boop, boop. But I coach all the kids that touch the ball, all the DBs, all the running backs, whatever. So we do be over there chilling. Mm-hmm. But then when it's like we about performance, so I'll be snapping on them. <laughs> I'll be snapping. And my group is smaller. And they're usually the more – they're the ones that touch yeah. the ball. So they're the more yeah, gifted kids. And like you said, you do got to – you know, one kid, I need him to block more. He don't run as much. Mm-hmm. But I know I tell Willie, like, hey, we got to call this for him. So, you know, he get a touch. So he'll, mm-hmm. he'll kick out the DM yeah. more. You know, <laughs> you, you do got to manage their – they're mental, and you know some of them like like you said, you can cuss one kid out, you can spaz on him, and he'll he'll be on he'll it. And then one it. kid will see, he'll be like, "Oh, coach yelled at me," and he'll be off for the rest of the game. So you gotta know who's who. Uh, I think my role on the team, other than just coaching them, is to know everybody's mental because I don't think uh, bro don't pay attention to that like like that. He's like, "It don't matter. I just need him to kick him out." Looking like, at big bro. picture, looking yeah. at big picture. I'm like, yeah, at- but some you somebody gotta. We always say minor in the ma- uh, major in the minors, mm-hmm. or like pay attention to small details. That's a small detail that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will miss because you would think like, oh, his job is just really just to kick out the DN. But like, bro, he ain't had a carry in five five reps. Mm-hmm. My man is that's not it. in it. That, that's the thing I think you said with assistant coaches and head coaches yeah. is that like a lot of people ask me, what's the difference moving from assistant coach to head coach? I was literally you about know, to ask you that. Is that like, I tell people all the time, like now no one wants to ride with me. Like, like if we go somewhere, like no one wants to ride in my car. Like, you know, it's like it's like no one wants they to ride. All you be lost in your my friends. Car, bro. Yeah, like, no one, like when you're assistant coach, I'm the same guy. They, they hopping yeah, in, they, they jumping in with you. Everybody's car, in you. you know, so it's like that changes the you know the dynamic changes. So like you need good assistant coaches to to be like the good cop because yeah, yeah, yeah. as a head coach, you gotta 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 be you the gotta bad cop. All because that if stuff, you're not yeah. the bad cop, they're gonna try to run over you. And, and, and these not kids try. are crafty. They will. Yeah. So they will run over. and you'll lose. Yeah. You gotta have like a little like a refi- like a respect, but also a little fear factor too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Since you're from New York. Yeah. <laughs> what do, what's wrong with the Knicks? Ah oh, man. <laughs> I don't think we got enough time for that. <laughs> I see we about to wrap up. I assume, but it's like, we don't what what would you say they need? You can't say yourself. Either. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. You know, um, I mean, a little bit need a little everything. I think they need a, a good quality coach that's going to be respected. You know, mm-hmm. and then, but the thing is, they've had quality coaches that, that were like, they have Larry Brown, Lenny Wilkins, some of the best coaches ever, yeah, and they still were yeah. bad. So. I don't know. You know, maybe something wrong with the management up there, the administration up Definitely there. Definitely something wrong with them. They changed that. I think they got Steve Stout now and somebody else. I don't now even up know there. What, what is Stout doing. <laughs> I mean, no one's doing nothing. I mean, soon he got the job and went to coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, true, true, so true, true, you know, yeah. who knows what he's going to do? Um, but they, they also need some better players too. I mean, that you know, there is no no coach without horses in a literal right. literal sense. You know, the horses pull the coach. Right. So you need yeah. some horses there. Yeah, definitely at the, the higher levels, especially you, the talent. Like yeah, with us, I'm telling you, we don't. We won Division Two with our two team, and they're really. I can't speak to how we get to the two team, but they're not the best kid. Mm-hmm. And we beat. And every two team, every team around here is Division One, Division Two. The team I usually coach is Division One, but we're the mm-hmm. only ones. So all year we really go uncontested, but we also don't lose. Mm-hmm. But when we coach the two team, mm-hmm. we also went undefeated. Me and Will. Oh, nice. <laughs> and beat everybody. Yeah. Nice. So I think at our age, you can't have like a system. You don't have to have all the horses. You might have to. You need one or two that can do something. They mm-hmm. don't have to be top tier, but 
you look at the NBA, who wins the championship? Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. At the you highest need, level, you need stars. You need stars. Right. But stars. we didn't have no stars when we won divisions. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, you know, I think they need a couple things. That they, need. they need a coach. They need a you know, administration. They need some better players. Because, I mean, the, the crazy thing is that the, everyone gets on the owner, you know, Dolan, you know, about whatever. But mm. he's not going to do anything because whether they win or lose, the People garden is still sold out. Seats. I say that all that's the time. So it's like, that's how the Cowboys are. Does he care too, you know, one way or the other? I mean, like, so it's. You know, he's still going to get his money. You know, he can still count on 20,000 people coming to every game. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Like, 20,000 might boo you that night, but they're going to come. Why they can't get you know? a star to come to the next star? I don't know. I mean, before it seemed like the, to play in the garden was coveted. Yeah. And now it's like people are just yeah, kind of – Yeah, these younger – they don't, they yeah, don't care they don't, about they what they the old has cared. It's still coveted because they see it as, I can still play in the garden, but I'm not going to be playing on the net. Yeah, two times a year. <laughs> yeah, two times a year. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it, yeah. So, man. Mm-hmm. Man. It's tough, man. I don't know. Who 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 did you see winning this year? Because I, I don't even know if we're going to get a – Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. Get anything this year. <sighs> the playoffs were supposed to start this week, too. Right. I mean, I think the Lakers had a pretty good shot. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. We did. They had a very good shot. You know, they did. I mean, you can't count on LeBron. And, of course, Anthony Davis is a, you know, animal. Mm-hmm. And then you got a good, some good role players. You know, you can't forget about those guys either. You know, everyone wants to talk about the Clippers. Um, the Clippers, of course, are good. But I don't think you could bet against LeBron. I don't either. You know, I especially, Clippers... especially when he has a team. You know, when he doesn't have a team, you could bet against him all day. But – now he has a team. It's kind of tough to bet against. Them. He's only lost one LeBron finals pissed. with a team. <laughs> I know LeBron yeah. pissed. He's like, I ain't doing nothing. But getting older, bro. Not coronavirus. Want to take me home? His body not taking. I mean, it's still aging. Yeah. Regardless of you sitting or not, he's still getting older. Yeah, it's crazy because when you get older, I remember when I was, you know, I could go, I go running tomorrow. I'm gonna be sore for like four days, bro. I went, I ran a mile and a half the other day. Knees swole up like a grapefruit. <laughs> I was like, God damn! When you're young, you could just bounce right back. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, <laughs> not anymore, man. Right, I wanted to ask y'all another question. Um, what do y'all? Where we at? What do y'all feel about um, females coaching uh, all men's team? Cause you got the Spurs. I forgot what that. What, what, yeah, and I forgot what the woman's name was with the Spurs because they was had some controversy over uh, Tim Duncan taking that head coaching position over her. Over Ben oh, Hammond. Yeah, yeah. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I think that. I mean, I think from a, just a coaching standpoint, like if you can coach, you can coach. Mm-hmm. You know, I think That's that, what I was gonna say. I don't mm-hmm. think it matters now. Are they gonna get the same respect? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I think that you have to really be like they really have to believe in what you're saying. Like I think that honestly, if if a female head coach really knows her stuff, mm-hmm. I think that as a player, if you you know you respect the game, you're gonna respect her. Yeah. Right. You know. Now I do think that sometimes it's like almost like how we talk about being a black head coach. You know, like, I think you have to almost know your stuff even better than some of the other coaches to really get the full respect. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, like, when somebody asks you a question, you have to be super sharp, you know, yeah. because they're going to think, like, oh, you're just a black, you know, head coach. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think it's the same thing, like, for a female head coach. Like, mm. you know, if she's super sharp every time they ask a question, I think they'll, they'll be okay, you okay. know, and stuff like that, you know. But, um, you know, I know it's going to be tough. I know there's a lot of, there's a few assistant um, coaches now, you know, still yeah, looking yeah. for that next step, who's going to be the first female head coach of a yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. major um, team and I'm not quite sure you know how close we are to that but there's definitely um you know making inroads with a lot of assistant um coaches being female we've mm-hmm. never had a girl a woman try to help us coach always just a team mom yeah that, that, that would probably change. team moms are important I don't care about that yeah <laughs> yeah no, team moms are important I wish we had a team we don't have a team mom <laughs> you might want to introduce that yeah we don't have a team mom team moms are important <laughs> hmm. y'all back there got any questions for coach Outside of like, I mean, when it comes to like scouting, like I wanted to ask, like, what are you talking about for 
public image or whatever, like, outside of, like, ability, like, how, how do y'all screen your players and scout your guys and say, like, all right, well, let's give him an opportunity to come play with us. Like, what do you look for? Well, we do a lot of, like, background research. I mean, at least, you know, we try to anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're a really good player, you know, then I might call your mom, you know, and, and see, you know, just to get a feel for her, call your dad, get a feel for him, because sometimes the parents are too involved sometimes, or That's thinking right. that, the, you know, you're the next LeBron James, and now we got an issue down the road and stuff like that, so we try to look at that. Also, when I come to a game and I watch you play in person, I watch how you interact with the coach. You know, I'll mm-hmm. see, like, if he's telling you instruction and you're just kind of just flicking them off or you, like, really taking it in, because it's like you want kids that want to be coached. Correct. And you want kids that want to be coached hard. So... You know, do you think that you know too much that you can't um, be coached anymore, you know, and stuff like that? So I'll look at those things. And, of course, you know, natural ability. I mean, you got to look at a kid. And, and also with your system. See, a lot, a lot of times people tell me all the time, like, like they'll say, like, hey, man, my son is a, um, a five, you know, ten, you know, guard. There's a lot of five tens out there, right? Five mm-hmm. ten guards that, you know, that's really, really good. He averaged 25 points a game and stuff like that. And I'm not saying your son is not good, but that year I might be only recruiting a forward or uh, or a center or something like that. So I don't need to recruit your son for what I need for my team. And yeah. people don't understand this. They just think, oh, you don't want my son. You know, how can you not want my son? He's good and stuff like that. It's like, but, you know, I got I got three of your son already on my team. <laughs> you know, I don't need a fourth of your son. I need uh, the seven-footer. I need the 6'10 kid. I need the, yeah. you know, the 6'6 six, six durable guy, the shooter, and mm. stuff like that. And some people don't always understand that part of recruiting. They just think, mm. like, my kid can play – he could play Division One. Yeah, he probably can play Division One. He just can't play Division One for mm-hmm. me because I don't need. It's about yeah, the roles. Yeah, I don't yeah. need him for the roles. So it's like, yeah. it's like you know, like I mean, it's but so many quarterbacks you can have, right? Oh, bro. I mean, <laughs> right? It's but so many running backs you can have. Like I can't have five point guards. You know, like it's the what are you gonna of, do with five point? Yeah, guards. and they already in my you system. Know? They already know my system and yeah. all that stuff. They know yeah. the plays, all that good stuff. So and yeah. sometimes people get offended. You know, I've had parents get offended. You know, oh, you, you know, blah blah blah. But it's like. You know, it just I only got thirteen scholarships. What is you know, what is 13. your interaction with the parents like? For us, you know, because they be at the games, they be on the sideline, they be at all the practices, they watch mm-hmm. us all day. But you kind of you can get the kids to to yourself mm-hmm. for some point. So what's the what's the interaction with the parents like? Well, I think all the time like, when we have an official visit, you know, of course, usually the parents come. Yeah. You know, if the parents are you know fully involved in that thing. Now some parents don't come because some parents just let the kids make a decision mm-hmm. by themselves. Sometimes those are the easier visits, honestly, because yeah, yeah, you yeah. kind of just get to the kid and just you know. Know, so get them done but like the parents that come you know you have a lot of questions just that third you know but the thing that we tell the parents is that if you're going to allow your son to come here then you have to entrust that now we're the the mommy and daddy you yeah. know so like whatever you've seen on this visit you have to entrust and believe what i tell you that you know we're going to take care of your son um so therefore you have to kind of stick you know i'm the away. captain now yeah <laughs> pretty much you know <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta stay away you know a little bit because yeah. I, you know and i isn't throughout the year i'll talk to parents like there's parents that text me you know, ask about their grades or, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever. I told them I'll answer all that stuff. I, I never ask, answer questions about playing time, though. Yeah, yeah, Like, you ask you ask your son about playing time because mm-hmm. I always say the players control playing time. Facts. You know, it's like, as a good coach, any good coach wants to win. They don't care. I don't care if I hate you. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you can help me win, I'm going to play you. You know, so it's like, um, it has to be something that your son is not doing to help us win. Yeah. It's the reason why he's not playing. So, therefore, you talk to him. Don't talk to me about playing time yeah That's not right. personal but anything else you can say hi i mean like i said i have parents text me all the time say hi coach how you doing i've had parents you know of course check in on this on the you know whole coronavirus situation mm-hmm. i check it on the parents and stuff mm-hmm. like that but don't ask me about when when timmy comes back is he gonna start i don't know what timmy gonna do we used to we used to have a 
painted line and the coaches couldn't come past that line. Mm -hmm. And then we used to take our water station and put it on the further side of the field mm -hmm. so that the parents couldn't talk to them during water breaks, nothing. I was like, bro, from six to eight, you with us. Yeah. <laughs> they not here. <laughs> yeah. You talk about whatever. And like you said, they, you, they definitely control playing time. That's important too. I don't, you know, I don't a have a kid on the team. A lot of times that stuff deters them kids out there on the field or on the court when they, they, they focus too much on their parents or whoever's at the game or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're right. Because even my son, he, you know, he plays basketball. Mm -hmm. And he'll, like, look over to me if he messed up or he may like, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't look at me. Because I'm going to think that you've messed up every play. Yeah. You know? like, so, so there's no need to look at me because yeah. I think that you messed up every play mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, now sometimes, like, I'll scream and say, like, something like, you know, come on, play harder. Yeah. That's all I'd say to them is play harder. Like, I don't not, don't look at me for a move. Don't look at me for anything. Stop looking at me, man. Just play. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just play, man. One thing you don't have to deal with, uh, well, you might one day, I don't know, but we have to deal with dads coaching their kids. Mm. Yeah, see, I, my, oh. I, now I see that a lot with my son's team. Yeah. That's why, like, even, like, even though, I mean, I probably have the most basketball knowledge out of all the parents yeah, because yeah. I, I got to do this on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, yeah. The coaches be looking yeah. at you. Yeah, like, like <laughs> don't no, look at me. Like, so sometimes, like, I'll just, I'll just, like, stay, I'll just stay away and not yeah. say anything because, yeah, like, yeah. all you hear is like, "Come on, Jamel, let's go, Jamel, let's go." Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like, yo, get him, get him, get him, get him. Doing what? What are you they, doing? Yeah, getting him. But that's what the coach. That's what. The, that's what the parents are screaming. Get him, get him, get him, get. How old your son? Twelve. Okay. So it's like mm, it's like it's like you know I don't say anything. I let the I let the dads. Just you know, scream and holler at their kids, you know, because they because all they do is coaching their kids. We have them on the sideline <laughs> you know I mean? though. Yeah. Like, so I, I coached, yeah, because some of, some of the coaches they you know it, it's me and my mans, but then it's uh, we can't coach all the kids by ourselves. It's twenty two of them. Yeah, so it's dads. Yeah, usually we call them dads with pads. Like we'll let them come on the staff, but it's really just the whole pads. You're not really supposed to be doing that. But we also don't let like most of the ones that coach they might have a kid that's a back, so he can't come over to help me coach the backs. Really, me and my man, uh, Jason, his son don't play with us no more. He won a national championship with us 2017. Scooter, what up? No, he's nice. <laughs> Scooter Williams, watch out. He's going to be he, – he got a cannon. But anyway, most of the time, those dads, like, if I say, hey, you know, we get five yards, bro. I'm not here to make your highlight tape. <laughs> you get to the second level, you could do what you want. But another dad, like, no, it's the cutbacks there. He's telling him this. Bro, we could have won the national championship like 50 to zero. But bro got in his head. I could see him like telling his son to do this, this, and this. I hate having dads on the staff. Yeah. Oh my god, bro! They, 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 they're about the team, and they wanted to win national championship, and we told them we was gonna do it. But they really about their kid. Everybody's about their kid. That's, that's what I told my son. Like the first thing, you know, because even selfishly, I ask my son like after the game if I don't see it, the first thing I ask him is how many points you scored. Yeah. Even though I know like. You know, I should be asking like, did, did you win? win? <laughs> yes. The first thing I say is, how many points did you score? Yep. And then I then, but then I do say because the coaching me now kicks out like, well, did you win? Yeah. You know, some parents don't even ask, do you win? They just said, how many points did you score? Right. Then, it don't even matter. If you scored yeah. two and one, they say you suck. If you scored twenty and lost, oh, you did a great job. No, yeah. you lost. You man. lost. Mm -hmm. You know, you yes. got you got to teach them mm -hmm. that you know it's about winning it's and, about and, team, and, and losing. So yeah. it's like, um, you know, for me, I try to I try to I mean, I you know, I train my son and stuff like that. But during the actual game, I don't really don't say much yeah. to him. I, I'll talk to him after the game, say, hey, you should have did this. But during the game, don't look at me, just play. You know, yeah. I just want you to play. Like my son said he wants to play for me. I told him that he can't play for me unless he's the best player on the team. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you already going to have a – people going to think it's going to favoritism because it's your yeah, son. So they think they're gonna, he gonna, he's going to get away with something because he's your son. He's going to get a little extra training because he's your son. But if he's the best player on the team – now, you guys just respect that he's the best player on the team, so we need him to win, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, you yeah. can't play for me unless you're going to be the best player on the team. So, yeah. you know, if my son is a Division One player, but he can't be the best player on my team, he's not going to play for me. 
Hmm. I respect that. I got, I got like two more questions. Uh, what, what Coach got an appointment in a little bit, so we got to. Yeah, but I got, I got what? We got 12. What you, what you got, Corey? I was just saying, like, well, one, two things. Like, 10 minutes? What are you guys doing, like, right now with this Corona thing? Maybe oh. Y'all practicing still? <laughs> nah, I wish we were, but nah, we're not doing anything. Um, I mean, is it off season right now? Yeah, it's off season, but it's always on season. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's always something going on. Like honestly, this is the most people I've been around in a long time. Honestly, so you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I got hand got sanitizer right here for you. I know. I got some hand. <laughs> we have the max. We the yeah, max. we have the max. The, the state max or something. But like right now, they just they just um working out. I mean, we got like a. Online thing that they, they they could go like well strength and conditioning coach you know give them mm-hmm. some online exercise some some of the guys have weights at the house most don't but they you know push ups and jumping yeah, jack yeah. you know stuff like you know yeah, prison workout oh yeah pretty much I'm know, surprised y'all can't like down. open <laughs> open the gym and have like three in and then uh, I mean I'm not even allowed to like be at my office until May first or something wow. like that so like I mean I still go every now and then hopefully my athletic director doesn't see this but you know like <laughs> so you know something but um. You know, we're not allowed to do anything, and, and we, uh, you know, we do FaceTime, and we do some Zoom stuff, or whatever. Okay. So we do stuff like, like that, and of course, text messages. Like I, you know, I've done more texting with them now than mm, I've yeah, ever yeah. done. Like it's like I text, try, I try to text like three or four of them a day. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. When do you see like y'all meeting, getting together for the first time? Like, I don't know, man. Like we, we had June, um, just summer basketball camps scheduled for like you know the youth and stuff, but our players are there, you know, to help out, and those are canceled. Um, you know, we they said at the earliest we can have a basketball camp. Maybe it's August. So, so August is like I told y'all. Something. I mean, that's when that's when school starts <laughs> again. It's August. Yeah. So like, I might not. This might be the first summer, and maybe three or four summers that um, the kids are usually did on the summer, taking classes, trying to get ahead in school, mm. yeah. and then also athletically trying to get ahead, trying to get, put a foundation down so we can build on the season. This might be the first time in like four seasons that like we're gonna start like really when school. Starts up, and you know we'll see how that works out. But yeah, Pop One is supposed to start August first, but I don't even. Yeah, I don't know if we having a season either. And then one last thing is like mm. the, when the, when you go scout the high school kids or whatever, do they know you coming, or you just be low key and you just? It depends on like if I already talked to you already. Yeah. I'll say you know hey I'm coming to your game, okay. but if like if it's like um AAU, you know like I, like there's not gonna be no AAU events this this summer, so mm-hmm. like you know. Hey, you, you see hundreds of kids at once, you yeah, know, so yeah. you just bounce around from court to court, you know. Sometimes I, I go to teams I'm already familiar with, like if you're the, um, what you say, you're the Virginia, what, what team you coach for? Virginia Beach Mustangs. So if I, know, if, I, if I know him for the Virginia Beach Mustangs, I'm, I'm going to go see his team because I know that if I like a play on his team, he probably could steer him in, in my direction, yeah. you know. So I'll go see the teams I have relationships with, and then I'll go just see teams that's in the area. So, like, I'll see all the Virginia teams, and then, of course, for me, I'll see the New York teams too because a lot of times I know, you know, the people that's in charge of those New York teams, and then, Anything in between after you know after that, so it's not going to be any of that this summer. Um, it's going to be a real boring summer for me mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what we're going to do this summer. Honestly, like it's really boring, right? For me, this is the most I've ever stayed in the house in uh, fifteen years. <laughs> like you know, you know, like this is this is like it's just kind of insane. So this, this is like I know you know we we right at our quota with the uh, the people here, but I'm actually kind of happy to get out the house a little. Well, bit. we appreciate you coming, yeah. man. You said y'all y'all got a house appointment. Y'all copping a crib? Yeah. That's dope. Congrats. We just bought a crib. Everybody's buying, man. That's Congrats. Big things going on out here, man. They're trying to do something. Bro. And bro got Y'all the bag a back, too. Yeah, they're about to get the big house. Oh, snap. <laughs> what you looking at? 4,000 square feet? What you looking at? You don't got to tell us, bro. I'm just in the houses, too. You don't got to tell us, bro. 
time. You don't got time. Y'all looking for a house to sit in and just be in the house. Yeah, it could be built by December. Hopefully, the life is a new build too. Y'all ain't gonna spend no time in a new house because by that time we're gonna be free. No, no, I ain't sitting in the house no more. Yeah, you right. We going somewhere. The house ain't going nowhere. Hopefully, hopefully everybody's free. I guess the last thing I can say, hopefully everybody out there listening to this or watching this, you know, stay safe during these times. Definitely stay safe. You know, see, we're trying to practice some social distancing. Trying. Yeah, I'm, like, you know, I'm leaning over, you know, I have my arms folded for a while. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just trying to everyone just be safe. Um, we'll get through this, you know, together. Hopefully sooner than later. And um, you know, everyone just be safe. Go check out NSU basketball. They sound like they prime for a, a strong next year. NSU basketball yeah. players during this quarantine. Y'all be careful with these girls, man. I know they're trying to come over or whatever. <laughs> Hopefully they're not coming over. Hopefully right. they're not coming over. You can't say they want to come over. Bro, come on, man. You know, you know what's happening. <laughs> hopefully they're not coming you know over. Hopefully, yeah, they just, hopefully if you NSU basketball players see this, you're just doing push-ups and sit-ups <laughs> and just getting ready for the next season. Stay, <laughs> stay away from them gals. <laughs> Watch that film. That's right. That's right. Yeah, like, <laughs> so so. I guess we're going to wrap this one up early. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for coming, bro. I appreciate, we appreciate it. We appreciate you. Uh, you. And best of luck with everything. Yeah, thank you, man. Anytime yeah. y'all want to come to a game or something, just don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, courtside? You don't know what? He's like, he's like, anytime, don't anytime come. come to the game, man. G, G know how to get G comes to the game. He know, he know how to get in contact with me. Bad, bad, yeah, he never brought none of y'all, though, man. Bad, oh, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, he did bring you. You did, yeah, he brought you. But I mean, I, I, just, I'm I coming. G, like when we started doing this. Oh, okay, all right. So I said, he's excused. Then. I yeah. thought I was like, damn, you ain't bring the whole crew. Nah, nah. <laughs> we we just started started cooking in and all this Corona stuff. So oh, okay. But thanks for coming through. And this just, is dope what y'all got to, man. Thanks, Hold man. On, man. I appreciate you appreciate it like, very, guys, very much. You know, first time meeting y'all, y'all some seem like some cool dudes and cool ladies too. <laughs> so, so, you know, just hopefully, uh, you know, it keeps going and keeps getting bigger and bigger. Trying to oh. Dang, we at the back of the episode. We just hit 300 subscribers. We sent we sent our money to. We got a contest going on. Latasha underscore Brooks was our first winner. So when we get to the next hundred, I'll give away another hundred. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to get people to subscribe to YouTube, bro. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe to Late Relation Ish, uh, Kadeem and Baitland. Those are some super hard videos. We only got one, but we hey we got. We gonna yeah we gonna run it quality up. but oh super super and, and after we win a championship make sure y'all come back man. oh definitely bro my they oops, there we I'm go wear the ring next time rings. <laughs> wear the rings next time that's ring, right. big ring talk that's yeah right. we was oh man I know you got to go but we was really excited about the season because nobody at the Virginia Beach Mustang has won junior pee wee and then the next year won pee wee pee wee is tough because oh, right. I hear we got middle school football so a lot of your kids mm -hmm. leave you to go play school ball even though their middle school sucks <laughs> and Pop Warner you can't play middle school football in and Pop, Pop Warner, Warner. Okay. So we lose a lot of kids um we beat the dog oh man we beat North Philly we wanted to see them again hopefully we get a season but shout out to everybody on YouTube Spotify Instagram uh best pot in 757 coach yep. thank you for coming through he has some good stories. <laughs> y'all gonna get a big house. I like that, man. <laughs> Black excellence. Yes, sir. And y'all go make sure uh, behold the green and gold. Check out Norfolk State. That's right. So, thank you. We out. All right. Peace. Free these Free these Free these Free these Free All over these niggas, kick rocks, baby. Let me count my figures. You know I'm a deliver. Every single time, I'm a long-term winner. You couldn't survive in a stone cold blizzard. Daddy